Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. All right, thank you, uh, Brother Boyle, for that wonderful prayer. And uh, thank you, Brother Parker, for our scripture reading. Well, you have your word. We're going to get into the word of the Lord on today. And the word of the Lord coming from the book of uh, Ephesians. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. And we're going to look at verse number seven and see what the Lord has for us on today. I want to use for a, a subject matter. Uh, as I said, well, let's thank you for the prayer. Let's continue to pray one for the other. Lord, continue to bless us and keep us strong in these last and evil days. I want to use for a subject matter today um, something that the Lord dropped in my spirit on the other day, and that is gifts. Gifts. Gifts in the body of Christ. Gifts in the church. Gifts versus fruits. Y'all get that? Gifts versus fruits. That's what I want to talk about today. Gifts are very important. God is so good and he's so awesome and so loving, and so kind that he blessed us and gave the church everything that the body of Christ needs. Somebody say, everything I needed, I found it in the Lord. Everything I needed. If, if I didn't find it in the Lord, I, I really don't, don't need it. It's, it's really not good for me anyway if, it's, if I didn't find it in the Lord. But everything I need, I found it in the Lord. If I need friends, I found them in the Lord. If I need a brother or sister or a mother or father, whoever, I need it in the body of Christ to encourage me as we go along this way. We can find, and you have found, everything that you need in the Lord. In the fourth chapter of the book of Ephesians, I want to talk about gifts in the body of Christ. The Lord has so gifted the church and so gifted the body of Christ that we have everything we need. We don't have to go to the outside world to get anything. Sometimes the church, we, we tend to think that we don't have what we need and so much so that we want to go to the, to the outside, uh, to the world, to, to try to bring in some things that we need. Sometimes uh, the churches, uh, the, the, the mega churches, they reach out to the, the secular world to come in and bless them in, uh, in, in, in songs and, and what have you to try to encourage the body of Christ. We don't have to do that. I saw uh, the other day a clip on Facebook that um, a well-renowned uh, uh, pastor, I don't want to call his name because you all know him, and um, this entertainer, he make movies, and in this movie, he plays a woman. Uh, Y'all know her, and uh, by the name of Madea. Anyway, this renowned pastor, y'all know him, I'm not going to say who he is, uh, this, this, this particular person who played Madea went to this pastor church and the pastor allowed him to come up on stage and pray for him in his pulpit. 
And as he laid hands on the pastor in the pulpit, all the pastors just went out in the spirit. You know, he had the people behind him to catch him before he fall. And he just went out in the spirit. And, 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 and the man that played Madea was just praying for him. And he went out in the spirit. Now, I don't know about you all, but I and a lot of my colleagues, we have problems with that because the, the person that playing uh, Madea, we know, uh, it's a man, right? And we don't have to, uh, you know, there's always all kinds of ways to make money, but I don't, I just don't think Jesus would betray himself in such a manner as that. And I don't think that's the way the church should go. We don't need the world. I don't want anybody out in the world to come in here and pray for me and leave a blessing at my church. You know, uh, of course, I heard he he dropped off a ton of money at the church, too. And probably the reason why the bishop let him came up and prayed for him because he left a large donation. And all that was pretty much a, a, a show, you know. But we don't need any actors to come to our church and drop off a ton of money and, and come up and pray for me. Pray for Parker. Pray for Brother Obi. Pray for Troy. Pray for you all. And go on back his way and continue to play his role. That's not the way the church works. Everything that we need, if we need somebody to come in and pray for somebody, we need somebody that's, that's, that's of God, right? That's godly, that's no God, and that's living a life and not living two lives, a life as a man and a life as a woman. We don't need anybody betraying that image to come in and, and bless our church. But everything we need is in the church. It's in the body of Christ. In the fourth chapter of Ephesians, I'm going to talk about gifts. Gifts are good and fruits are good. Uh, God left gifts and talents in our church for us to uh, be able to do ministry and carry on the ministry. Well, I want to just go over a few gifts that God dropped off in the church to, to, to bless the church and build up the church. And uh, let's see what the scripture said. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Looking at verse number seven, and the word of the Lord said, for unto every one of us is given grace. Y'all see it? According to the measures of the gift of Christ. Every one of us, everybody that's in the church, did you not know that you have a gift? You may not know what it is. Sometimes you may need somebody else to help, help you uh, tap into what your gift really are. You know, help you. Bring it out. And so God got people in the church that can bring out the gift that God has placed in you. Sometimes we are born gifted and not knowing it. People, uh, I'm going to talk about gifts here, but, you know, uh, sometimes people, uh, a gift, if somebody says, well, what is a gift, Brother Johnson? A gift is something that you were born with. You didn't, you didn't go to school to get it. You, didn't, you, you know, didn't go to college to get it. But, but, but when you came out, your mother's womb, and when you came out a bouncing baby boy or a bouncing baby girl, whatever, whatever the case might be, it was something that you were born with that you can automatically do and didn't nobody show you how to do it. Amen. It was just in you, innate, born in you. God put it in you. That's a gift. I remember some years ago I was in a, 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 a place of worship with this, this, this doctor, uh, Dr. O.T. Sykes. Uh, you remember me telling you about I had a friend who, this is his brother's brother's Clarence Sykes. He visited us here at one time. He owned Sykes Auto Park, 
good people to know. And his brother is a dentist, uh, Dr. O.T. Sykes. And we was in church down in Oxford, Mississippi uh, on a program. And uh, Dr. Sykes would call up and sing a song. And uh, I mean, he's an awesome singer. Lord really blessed this brother to sing. And um, as he got up and he's done his song and, and blessed the whole church, and after service all over, I walked up to Dr. Sykes. I said, brother, I really enjoyed that song, and we know each other, and we tease and laugh. And I said, man, can you teach me to sing like that? And he looked at me, and we laughed and had our fun. He said, well, Brother Jones, I, I can't. I said, what do you mean you can't teach me how to hit those notes? He said, man, it's a gift. It's a gift. He was born like it. I can't really teach you it. I was born with this, uh, and, and it's just a gift from God. To do what I do. And so we're going to talk about gifts just a little bit. Singing is a gift. And I'm going to show you many, many more gifts that are in the word of God. Uh, so Ephesians 4, chapter verse, verse, verse 7 says, it said, God has given to all of us gifts according to the measure of the gift of Christ. He's given us grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Verse number 8 said, Wherefore he said, when he ascended upon high, he led captivity, and he gave gifts unto men. Y'all see that? He gave gifts unto men and women. God bless you to be able to do something. So I don't believe there's anybody in the church that can't do anything. It's something you can do. You, you may have to uh, 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 inquire about it, pray about it. Lord, show me. What is my gift? Some people just gift of uh, kindness, gift of love, gift of, gift of help, gift of uh, just caring. There's all kinds of gifts. We'll get down into it. And so everybody in the church, the body of Christ, that's why we don't have to go to the, to the outside world for anything because everything that we need is in the church. And so he gave gifts unto men. You have a gift. Somebody said, I've been looking for my gift. I just don't know what it is. If you hang around the people of God and, 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 and the people of God and the word of God and the teaching of God, you'll find out what your gift really is. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Now he said he gave gifts unto men. Y'all see it? Verse number nine said, now he that ascended, what is it but that he also descended? First into the lower part of the earth. Verse 10. He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. Now here is a list of gifts. Okay, in verse 11 said, he said, and he gave some apostles. So for the Lord, when he went back to heaven, he gave some men the gift to be an apostle. An apostle is, a one, is one that, that, that has the ability to go out and do uh, a missionary work, start churches, start ministry. He gave some the ability, the gift to be apostles. Uh, and then he said, and some he gave the gift to be prophets. Y'all know what that is, right? And then he said he gave some the gift to be evangelists. This is a five-fold gift. Y'all heard people talking about the five-fold. This is a five-fold apostles, prophets, evangelists. And then he said, and he gave some the gift of to be uh, pastors, pastors. And then he gave some the gift to be a teacher. Those are gifts. So if you are a pastor, that's a gift. God gave you the gift to be that. If you are a teacher, God gave you the gift to be that. If you are an evangelist, God gave you the gift to go out and do revivals and just stir up the hearts of God's people, set them on fire, and just give them, just, just, give, just ignite them and just give them uh, uh, the energy that they need to go on just a little bit further. Evangelists, that's a gift. 
prophets, a person coming can speak a word to your weary soul. You can be down in your spirit, but a person that's a, that has the gift of prophecy and can prophesy can come to you when you're feeling down and feel like born in a towel. When they get through talking to you, you feel like you can go out and just, just run through troops, leap over mountains. Amen. And just, just do great work. A prophet can give you a word, amen, in a weary season. In an apostle, the ability to go out and do missionary work. So this is a gift. gift of, these are the gifts that we're talking about. We're talking about gifts versus fruit. Now, no, why, why, why did God give the church these gifts? Look at verse 12. Explains to us why we have these gifts given to the body of Christ. Verse 12 says, uh, God gave us these gifts for the perfecting uh, of the saints. Y'all see it? Amen. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. So God gave these gifts. He dropped these gifts off in the church for the perfecting of the saints. That means that word perfecting means to build you up. See, God's people need to be built up. You don't need to be torn down. We come to church, build me up. I'm weak and I feel like a, I don't know if I can face tomorrow. You come to church to get some hope, right? That's what church is all about. So the, 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 the ministry gifts is to build you up. To give you the strength you need to, to make it one more day. Or make it to the next fueling time. I thank God for the gifts that he dropped off in the church. For the perfecting of saying, build me up. Somebody feel like throwing in a towel. Somebody may have felt like quitting. Somebody might have felt like going back into their old ways, their old habits. But, but, but the gifts here, the apostles and the prophets and the evangelists. And the pastors and the teachers, their job is to build you up in the body of Christ. That's why it's so good to come to church, y'all. Sometimes, you know, uh, somebody said, well, pull your own self up by your own bootstrap. Sometimes you can't pull yourself up. You need somebody to give you a pep talk. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Sometimes we all need a pep talk. Sometimes I need a pep talk. But, but sometimes oh, you have to encourage yourself too now. But sometimes you need somebody else to encourage you and right. let you know that they care for you. And that's why God put these gifts in the body of Christ. And they're in the body of Christ. Now, know the one thing I want you to understand about gifts that we're going to read about. These gifts that God put in the body of Christ, the gifts are not for the individual. A person that's a pastor, I'm not a pastor for me. I could be doing something else. I can be out on the river fishing. Being a pastor is not for me. Being a teacher, okay, Parker, you're going to be a teacher. Being a teacher is, is not for you. No, it's not for you. Being a teacher, what, what is a teacher if you don't have some students? Am I making sense here? What is a pastor if you don't have a congregation? Huh? An evangelist. What is an evangelist if he can't go out and run revivals for somebody? And store, store up the souls of God's people. The gift that God give us is not for us, but it's for you. It's to help God's people. Y'all follow what I'm saying? And sometimes we get these gifts all confused and we think we all that in a bag of chips. And let's, let's, let's remember, the gift is not for you. It's for God. God gave you the gift to help somebody. Am I making sense in here? Is to help somebody. And that's what it's all about. Every time we can, with our gifts, whatever they might be, if it's a gift of singing, if it's a gift of playing, the musician, the instruments, uh, I'm, I'm doing it to help somebody. 
Let's go just a little bit further. So the gift, he said, for the, for the perfecting of the saints and for the edifying of the body of Christ, to build up the church, to build the saints. So that's what the gifts are all about. So Paul gave just a five-list group uh, here in, in, in Ephesians or of the gift of ministry. Now let's go just a little bit further. In the book of Romans, Romans the 12th chapter, there are another list of group uh, uh, of gifts there. I want to just go there just a little bit. We're going to talk about gifts a little bit just here this morning, gifts versus uh, fruits. Now, in Romans the 12th chapter, here is another list of gifts that God has placed in the body of Christ, the church. Uh, Romans 12 and verse number 6, and the word of the Lord said, having then gifts, y'all see it, gifts. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. See, each one of us, we have gifts, and our gifts are different. My gift is a little different than yours. Your gift is a little different from mine's, and her gifts is a little different from hers. You know, the gifts are different. So he said, our gifts are different according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy Prophecy is a gift. We just stated that. Somebody need to hear a word from the Lord. Prophecy is a gift. He said, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. So prophecy is a gift. And then it goes on to say something else. Or, 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 or verse 7 says, or ministry. Ministry is a gift. Don't you know if you have the gift to, to organize a ministry, that's a gift. Everybody can't do this. Everybody can't do this. I was sharing with, uh, of course, years ago, uh, we all know our, our, this church used to be full. We had, I had brothers everywhere, lined up everywhere, preachers everywhere. And uh, them preachers wanted to preach, and they wanted churches. And I was telling them, man, it looked easy, but this is not easy. And one brother told me, oh, anybody can get a church. I said, okay, go out and get one. And one went out and got one. He went over here and made this little house over there church. He ain't over there no more. And some more went out and got something, and they're not over there anymore either. Ministry is, is, is a gift, and everybody can't do this. And I shared with one of them preacher. I said, look, I'm going to tell you something about ministry. To be able to minister to people, this is a gift. First of all, folk going to have to like you. You hear what I'm saying? Because you ain't going to listen to nobody you don't like anyway. Am, am I making sense up in here? I ain't going to listen to nobody I don't like. So first of all, you got to have a good spirit about yourself and folk going to have to like you to let you talk to them about themselves. Are y'all listening to me? For me to talk to you about you, you got you to gotta like me some kind of way. Amen. That makes sense to y'all. For me to tell you, brother boy, brother boy, you don't need to be doing that. You don't need to. No, stay away from the thing. That's bad for you. Don't do that. For me to talk to you about that, you got to feel some kind of way about me. And so I shared with those brothers. I said, if they don't like it, they ain't going to want to hear you. And a lot of them, I used to give them different Sundays to preach. I said, all right, uh, brother so-and-so, I'm going to let you preach a third Sunday. He's going to bring the word a third Sunday. Church be full the second Sunday. But when I announced that he's going to bring the word a third Sunday, half of them stayed home. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Everybody can't do this. A lot of them stay home. Come here, I said, where the folks at? Pastor ain't preaching. I ain't, I ain't gonna be there. He letting he letting minister so and so preach. I ain't gonna. I don't want to hear him. So everybody can't do this. Am I making sense up in here? 
So he said a ministry uh, is, a, is a gift. So he that ministered, he said, let us wait on our ministry or he that teaches on teaching. If you're going to be a teacher, wait on your, 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 your God appoints you time uh, to be a teacher. Wait on that. Teaching is a gift. And let me tell you, every preacher need to know how to teach. Y'all yeah. right. hear what I'm saying? There are some preachers can preach, but they can't teach a lick. Am I making sense, y'all? Y'all y'all never ran across that? Some of them can preach. I mean, they can hoop, but they can't teach. So he said, now, every preacher, in fact, now, let me tell you something, Parker. Parker, Jesus said, he said, teach before he said preach. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Before you go preaching, you teach. So every preacher, every pastor, you got to know how to teach and break the word down and open up so people can understand what God is saying. Because many times in preaching, I can't slow down and explain it. But while I'm teaching, you can, you can say, wait a minute, bro, pastor. Oh, what that mean? Can you back up just a minute? I want to ask you something. In teaching, you can ask the teacher a question. When he's preaching, you can't slow him down. <laughs> Amen, somebody. Amen. He gone. He gone. And so, uh, uh, so he that teaches is a gift. And then verse number eight said, or he that exhort or on exhortation. Some people, you can give up in, uh, in the old days, we would have different ones. We'd have church mothers. Just, mother, would you stand up and just uh, have a few words, just encourage the church? That's exhortation. And she would get up and encourage all the young people. Y'all hold on, be strong, and amen, and do the right thing. Exhort the people. Exhort the saints. Or old brother, old deacon, or brother, you feel, let's exhort the church today. And the old deacon get up and say a few encouraging words. That's exhortation. Make us feel good. Tell us where you came from and how you got there. Exhort us. So exhortate. That's a gift to be able to encourage the young people to hold on and be strong. Exhortation. And then the next one he said, uh, the exhortate being able to do that, that's a gift. And then the next one he said, and he that giveth. This is one that most people, they run over. Or he that giveth. Somebody said giveth. Don't you know a person that, that giving is a gift? Everybody don't have the gift of, of giving. To see, Paul, he, he wrote this as a gift to let you understand that giving is a gift. And what, what, what he's saying here when he said he did give it. Now, 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 now what he, when, when, when I explained it and when I looked into it and did my research, he was talking about uh, a person that, that's blessed to be able to give to ministries is a person that blessed above the five basic needs. In life, you know, when you think about the five basic needs of life that we all need to survive, well, there are more than five basic needs, but I mean just the necessity need. The five basic needs one of them is food, one of them is water, the other one is clothing, the other one is we all need sleep, and the other one is shelter, a roof over our head. Those are five basic needs. You need that, right? To survive, we all need food, shelter, clothing, sleep, and rest, and all that good stuff. Those are five basic needs in life. So, a person, and, and you know, and, it, and it's getting harder and harder in life. And as we go on, people are struggling today just to ha just to meet the five basic needs: to pay light, gas, and robbery. You know, and, and then to buy a little grocery. It, it's getting harder and harder to meet and deal with the just the basic needs of life. And so when we give, you, you give according to what you're able because the five basic needs are getting harder and harder. Light bill going up. 
I looked at the uh, the church light bill uh, this morning. And, uh, you know, they they missing. You hear how they missing folks' utility bills up. Sometimes they'll skip. You didn't get a utility bill. And then when you do get one and come out, it's, it's three times high. And, you know, they did our church like that all through the summer. And uh, our utilities don't run no more, about two fifty, maybe $300. And so for the, they sent us a letter said, well, you may not get a letter in the mail, uh, but we don't want to cause a hardship. But if you just continue to pay an estimate of what you think it was, they'll do this. So I did that where it was 300 So I didn't get a bill the next month, so I just sent them 300 because I don't want to come out double and be 600 Okay. And then I paid them that. And then next month they sent another letter. The, the, we, you won't get a utility bill. And I said, these folks trying to make our bills high. And so, but I, I sent them 300 more. And still didn't get another bill. We went three, four months and didn't get a utility bill. Now, what if I hadn't then paid, didn't send them nothing? When we finally got one, I'd be begging y'all, y'all, woo, church, come on. Y'all, we, 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 we got to do something, y'all. But I kept sending with that little bit. But anyway, uh, they skipped again last month. And I sent them about 275 and we got our utility bill uh, on the weekend. I looked at it. It's $600. I said, how in the world to get $600? And I was sending them three every, every, every month. And so I don't know. Anyway, but it seemed like they just making folk utility bill jump up. But anyway, but uh, giving, the gift of giving is a person that is really is a person that pretty much well to do that's able to meet his basic needs, meet, meet his needs and above the basic need. So this person to really have the gift of giving. He would be a well to do individual or a, a wealthy individual, a person that have the gift of giving. The rest of us, we have the gift as the Lord bless us. And so they were Paul making that analogy here. And so this is a gift. No, I know a lot of y'all, I don't know about y'all, but I sure like to have the gift of giving. Man, that means I have some and some left over that I can really help the church and help somebody, a person to have the gift of giving. Now, he that giveth, that's a gift. Then it goes on and says, let him do it with simplicity. And he that ruleth, let him do it with diligence. And the gift of ruling, that, that falls on a on, on uh, uh, pastorship person that's over having authority to be able to rule uh, the house of God is in authority, pastorship or leadership that falls on the rule. So that, that is a gift. And so he said, he that ruleth, you do it with diligence. And he that showeth mercy, do it with cheerfulness. Now, mercy is also a gift. Y'all didn't know that. What, what is mercy? Mercy is nothing but what? Kindness. You know, some people just kind. Everybody not kind. Some folks are just, just right out. Can I say it? Mean. Y'all listen to me? But, but if you're a kind person, that's a gift from God to make you that kind of person. Some people just kind. And then, you know, you have those that want to take people kindness for weakness. You can be kind, but don't let nobody run over you and then just walk all, just walk all over you. Some people walk all over you because you're kind, because you're good like that. But being kind is a gift. Nice to everybody. I mean, just kind to everybody. How can I help you? Just help everybody. Just kind. That's a gift. Everybody not like that. But if God bless you to be that kind of person, you can. That is a gift from God. All right, let's move just a little bit further. Now, that, that's, that's Roman, the 12th chapter. Now, let's go to the uh, book of Corinthians. Corinthians. We still talking about gifts. Gifts versus fruits. First uh, Corinthians, the 12th chapter. And, and looking at verse 27, 
28, 29, 31, that he named some more gifts. It's good to have gifts. All right, look at this. 1 Corinthians 12, verse number 27, he said, now, now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. Yeah, we're the body of Christ and we're members in particular. Verse number 28, he said, and God has set some in the church. First apostle, see there where he named that over in the Ephesians. First apostle, that's a gift. Secondary prophet, that's a gift. Thirdly teachers, that's a gift. After that, miracles. Miracles is a gift. Do y'all know that? When God is working miracles, anybody can pray for you and you just get well, boom. That's a gift. I pray for folks and they got well. I prayed for a lady one day. Years ago, when we was at the old church, and we was in the, uh, further down the road, we was having church in there, my son and call upstairs before we moved down here and re renovate this building. It was a lady in our church. She had problems sleeping. And my wife told me, said, so-and-so, so-and-so, she, she said, she don't sleep well. She never can fall asleep, and she just having problems sleeping. And I didn't know that, and she, they told me about it. I said, well, tell her, come up, and let's pray for her. I got up and prayed for that woman. That Lord bless her when she get in that bed to fall asleep. And when, I, when she got in that prayer line for sleep, that woman been sleeping ever since. <laughs> and uh, the word got back to me, said, she'll have no more problems falling asleep. In fact, she just sleep all just, I mean, can just have wonderful sleep. And uh, I said, well, God did. It wasn't me. I didn't do anything. I just said that I was just a contact. I just prayed, and God bless her and deliver her from insomnia. Now she can sleep like a baby. Okay. It wasn't me, but that's a gift. That's a gift. Y'all follow what I'm saying? And so he said, well, miracles, after that, miracles in the church, that's a gift. Then gifts of healing. Sometimes God has individuals in the, in the church that can just lay hands on you and pray for you, and you just feel better. That's a gift. Then look at the next gift, helps, H-E-L-P. God put people in the church. They, they, they just have the gift of help. Every church needs some folks in it. They ain't nothing. They, they may not be a deacon. They may not be a preacher. They may not be a, 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 a church mother. They may not be a, 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 the doorkeeper, what you call them? Yeah, uh, what you call them, usher or something? Uh, uh, they may not have a title or anything, but, man, they show a good help. That's a gift, being a help. Oh, what can I do? They serving Cooking in the kitchen. You know, every church needs a, a, a somebody that can cook when we have our dinners and get together. Some people are just blessed to have the, that can cook and or get that kitchen going and, and we can all have good fellowship. See, now everybody can't cook. Y'all both say the cooking is a gift. Uh-huh. Some folk can go in there, and man, they can whoop up something, there ain't much in there, but they can whoop something up and make it smell good, and, and that's a gift. That's a gift. Man, it smells so good. Wake you up out your sleep. Woo, come in and see what's cooking in the kitchen. That's a gift. So helps. God said helps in the church. And I thank God for the help that God has set in this church. And, and it's going to continue to send to this one and all the ministry. Helps. Somebody said helps. Y'all don't know how, much, how big a help some of y'all are. You ain't no preacher. You ain't nothing. You ain't got a title. But you are help. Thank God for the help. So thank God for you being a help. That's a gift. Somebody just can't help nobody. And then he said governments, governments. See, governments, how they're set up 
rules and organized stuff in the church. Different auxiliary board governments, you know, controlling things, help the church run nice and smooth. Governments set up a sick committee, set up a, 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 a prison minister. People can just can run things. Government how to set the church up where it can run real smooth. They governments. Pastor can't do it all, but need somebody to set up some governments in the church, different auxiliaries, different functions, sick committee. You you know governments, and so governments, somebody that can do that, that's a help. There's that diversities of tongues, that's a gift. There's that. Now he goes on saying, now all, all apostles. No, everybody in church ain't gonna be apostle. But it ain't it funny now how almost everybody come up. Every preacher now want to be apostle. I mean, they just come up and next thing they were calling the minister Lewis. Now, now they went from minister Lewis. He skipped minister Lewis to pastor Lewis to elder Lewis. He went straight to the top. Now he's apostle. Everybody want to be apostle. What's about this apostle thing? Y'all, I ain't worried. One thing about the Lord bless me, and He bless you, Parker. Don't worry about titles. Just do your business. Take care of God's business. Don't worry about them names. That don't mean nothing. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You can call me. You can call me Brother Johnson. I'm fine. Brother Johnson, I'll teach you. I'm all right with that. But everybody wants the big title, and they're not doing anything with the big title. Come on with it. You got to do something. See, the title is, is the title really is it, it, it doesn't define me. It don't do that. No, the title don't at all. But what I teach and what I give you through the word of God, that tells you who I am. That defines me. People want the big name, but they ain't doing nothing. They ain't doing nothing. And so he said, uh, all apostle in the answer. It looked, this is a course. put a question mark behind it. And every, every, behind every one of these things that I'm going to name, the answer is no. He said, are uh, all apostles? Somebody said no. Are no. uh, all prophets? Somebody said no. Are no. uh, all teachers? Somebody said no. They said, are all workers of miracles? No. 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 Everybody don't do that. Everybody can't do that. But notice what he said. Verse 30 said, having all the gifts of healing, no. Do you all speak with tongues? The no. You know, it goes some, some churches, I mean, they, they speak in tongues, and some of them speak in tongues too much. I don't know what, I've been in churches, man, sitting up there in ministry early, and everybody speaking in tongues, preachers speaking in tongues, somebody up back there pop up speaking in tongues, somebody over here pop up speaking in tongues. I don't know what nobody's saying. Y'all know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's all this tongue? We don't know what they doing, y'all. No, everybody don't do that. Amen. And so, but that's all right. That's all right. But listen, we, we ain't going to mess with that. But I'm just showing you, everybody don't do that. But no, notice what he said. He said, now, do all speak with tongues? The answer is no. Then he said, do all interpret? No, 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 no. But here, verse 31 said, but cover earnestly the best gift. Well, we need to focus on the best gift. All these gifts are good, but let's focus more on the best gift. And, uh, but cover earnestly the best gift, and yet show out you a more excellent way. And you know what the best gift is? The following chapter is called the love chapter. Love is the best gift of all. You can play these instruments. You can sing. You can prophesy. You can do all that. But if you don't have love, you ain't got nothing. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You ain't got nothing, brother. Now, let's go just a little bit further. I ain't going to hold you long. Now, uh, well, look at uh, one thing about a gift. We're talking about gifts versus uh, fruits. A gift 
as I said, a gift is, is something that, that you're born with. And here's the thing about a gift. Y'all, won't you remember this? You can fake a gift. You hear what I'm saying? You can fake a gift. Mm-hmm. Singing. You can fake singing. I mean, they, they got people who, what they call them people that be faking that singing, bro, Obi? Uh, uh, they, they, they got a lot of, lot, of, lot of folks that were playing certain music. They were up there just singing and singing. And look like men, they, 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 they were doing the song and find out that the music was coming back in the back. And they were just singing along with the mic. In some kind of way, the music stopped in the back. And they were sitting up there working their mouth. And they found out that they wasn't nothing but a fake. She was saying, you can fake a gift. I'm going to talk about fruits in a few minutes. You can't fake a fruit. <laughs> Y'all listen to me. I'm going to let you go. You can't fake a fruit, but you can fake a gift. Amen. I, I, I saw one day, I saw a pastor. Uh, Y'all know him. I call his name. Brandon Porter over there, Greater Community Temple. He was at home. He's a friend of mine on Facebook. And he was on Facebook, and he got a beautiful home, y'all. And he was, he was behind the piano, had this great, beautiful piano in his, uh, it may have been the living room or den, whatever it was. And he was back there. He was just playing the piano, beautiful music. Everybody listening on Facebook, he just playing just. Just playing the piano with his, with, his, with his hand, holding his head back, doing that right there. And he was just doing that. And then they had the, they had the camera on him. And then they, they took the camera. Somebody took the camera, came around in front of him, and showed that he wasn't doing nothing. And he just burst out laughing. And everybody was saying, Pastor, I didn't know you could play. I didn't know you. Oh, beautiful. Sound good, Pastor. And somebody came in and showed, Pastor, it was all coming out of a sound system. You can fake a gift. Oh, listen to it. But you can't fake a fruit. Now, look at this right here. Let me name just a few little gifts uh, that people have. Singing is a gift. I, I, I never will forget years ago, when I was, before I was pastoring, I was in a church down in Middleton. We had a brother down there, the name of uh, uh, Pastor Cody. He did and going on to heaven now with the Lord. Pastor Cody was a, he was a, uh, uh, before he was a pastor, because none of us were passionate at that time, Minister Cody or Elder Cody. He, he had a beautiful voice. This, this man could sing. You're talking about some amazing grace. Woo, he, he, made, he, made, he just raised you up out of your seat. Sing amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Save a rich like me. I once was blind, but now what I can see. Thank God. Blind, but now I can see. I mean, he worked with it, y'all. Pastor Cody had a beautiful voice. But now, now Pastor Cody, uh, uh, he also, when he got up and preached, his preaching, he preached, his preaching wasn't, wasn't so, so, so. In uh, fact, he could sing better than he could preach. Y'all feel what I'm saying? And a lot of time we had programs that they always call on him to sing. But he, he got tired of them calling on him to sing. And, and he just really wanted to focus more on his preaching. But, but his singing outweighed his preaching. When his preaching, people, he didn't get all the amen that he felt like he should get. But his singing, it just turned the church upside down. But see, he didn't understand he had a gift. And if he had a new known how to use his singing gift, see, one can help the other. Yeah. If he had, a, had, a, had, had some understanding and not get upset when people, Pastor Cole, will you want to be on a program? Will you sing? Will you want to be on a program the same thing? No, I don't want to be on a program. I, I, I want to preach after the program, preach for the program. I'll be the speaker uh, uh, after, the, after we've done the program. I'll be the guest speaker. But, but he didn't want to be on a program the same. 
because people love to sing him. But if he had used his gift to uphold the other one, he would have done all right. Can't preach that good? Just preach a little bit and break out with amazing grace. And we get through singing, go back and try to preach a little bit more. And uh, if that don't do it, come on back with some more singing. If you let one support the other one, you would do all right. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Gifts versus truth. Now, let's go just a little bit further. Uh, where are we? Okay, let me go to another scripture. I was saying singing is a gift. Understanding. God bless people with great understanding. Understanding is a gift. Uh, wisdom is a gift. Knowledge is a gift. Discernment of spirit is a gift. And there are many other gifts. I can't name them all in the body of Christ. But one thing about it, I said, you can, you can fake a gift. But you can't fake a fruit. Now, well, I want you to understand, an apple is an apple. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's an apple. At the end of the day, a, a, a pear is a pear. A peach is a peach. You can't fake it. It is what it is. Now, let's talk about fruits, and I'm going to let y'all go. Now, look at the word of the Lord in the book of Galatians. Now, here, here, here's the kicker. A fruit can be, it can be fake. Uh, I mean, a, 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 a gift. A gift can be fake, but a fruit cannot be. All right, Galatians 5. I'm going to let you go. My silence is trying to run on me a little bit. Galatians, the fifth chapter. Here's a list of the fruits of the Spirit. There's nine. There's nine. There's nine fruits of the Spirit in Galatians, the uh, fifth chapter. Look at what he's saying here. Galatians 5 and, did I give you that? Galatians 5? Mm -hmm. Galatians 5 and verse number 22. As I say, you can fake a gift, but you can't fake a fruit. See, you can be gifted. All the gifts that we named, I didn't name them all, pastor, teachers, evangelists, you name them all. A gift won't save you. You can have these gifts and bust hell wide open. I can be gifted to be a preacher, a teacher, or evangelist, or whatever, a prophet, and I can bust hell wide open. Gifts won't save you, but a fruit will. I'm going to show you the fruits. All right? Let me slow down just a little bit. Galatians 5 and verse 22. There are nine of them. Uh, and verse 22 said, but the fruit of the spirit is love. There it is right there. You can't fake love, y'all. Can you say amen right there? I mean, you, you can tell a person if they got love, ain't nothing like love. I mean, people, they, they, you, they can talk about it, but you, when they got love, you really know it. You know it. Because the Bible said God is what? Love. And you can't fake that. You, are, you can feel when people say, I, I, I appreciate you, brother boy. I love you, man. I appreciate you, my mother. I love you all. And you, you can feel it and you know it. And when people tell you that, that you, you, you will know it. God is love. So the fruit of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit is love, number one. Number two is, is joy. There it is. You know, a person got joy. You can't fake that. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, I, I got joy, but no, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't see uh, the joy in your face. I can't see the joy in your life. 
See, it's good to have joy. And if you got these nine, this right here will save you. Fruit, what I'm saying, uh, gifts won't save you, but the fruits will. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness. Then he goes on from goodness. He said, uh, godliness, meekness, and faith. Did I get them in order? I got out of order. Let me start again. I got out of order, didn't I? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness. There it is. Goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Those are nine. The nine fruits of the Spirit. If you possess these nine fruits of the Spirit, I guarantee you, you will have a place in God's kingdom. You have a place in God's kingdom. See, we got to work on the nine. The gifts are good. But they won't get they won't save you. But the nine will. Love will save you. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Joy. Long suffering, peace, all these things. These are the qualities of the Spirit of God. And you catch people that have these gifts. These are the people that have the Spirit of God operating in their life. Meekness, temperance. What's temperance? Temperance is, is, is knowing uh, when to stop, how far to go, self-control, restraint. And we walk around with people that just don't have self-control in their life. They go too far with it. They go too far. They don't know where to stop. They don't, know, they don't have a stopping point. So temperance, the ability to control one desires, and, and that's, that's awesome. And that's what, what our world and most are struggling with. They don't have temper. They don't have the ability to control themselves. I'm going to stop right here. Don't eat no more. Don't take no more. Yeah. You ate enough. Stop right here. Temperance. Somebody said, Lord, bless me with temperance. So I know when to stop. If a man got temperance, he know when to shut up. When the argument is getting hot, shut it down. I ain't, I ain't talking no more. It's a fight finna break out. If a man got temperance, he know hold, hold up right there. Don't say no more. Ain't gonna be no, I ain't going to start no fight. I'm going to walk away before it get too hot in here. Amen. That's temperance right there. See, man wouldn't have a black eye if he had temperance. He would have had a swollen lip. Man, you just said too much. I told you to stop talking. You kept on talking. Boom. See, temperance. That'll save you, man. That'll save you. Amen. Faith. These nine gifts are good. Singing is good, but it won't save you. Teaching is good, but it won't save you. But if you work on these nines, you work on these nine, I guarantee you have a place in God's kingdom. Give the Lord a hand praise. I'm going to cut it off right there. God bless you. We thank God for you today. I hope it says something encourage your heart. Fruits. We got gifts versus fruits. Nothing wrong with the gifts. Nothing wrong with the gifts. They're good for us. But make sure you got these fruits. Jesus said, by their fruits, you shall what? Know them. By their fruits, you're going to know them. Make sure you got some fruits on the tree. God bless you. At this time, we're going to ask Sister Jackie to come and give us our announcement for the day. God bless you. Give the Lord a hand, praise God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.